Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not any fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This is, is Beauty and the Beta. And we will make America great again. Hello and welcome to the show. Great show, terrific show, tremendous show. The best, frankly, live again from uh, Northfield, Ohio. This and date sucks. This is the, this is the second the uh, second podcast update, audio update from the RNC. Coincidentally, last time I had some way for dinner right before doing this, and I did it again. <laughs> so it's been hot dogs and subway. Uh, so far, but um, hmm, let me pull up my list of things we got to talk about because it's been pretty jam packed. Yeah, we have had a jam packed few days. It's been really high energy. So I, I have my list of things in order, or should we go in order of, in chronologically, or should we, we go, should in, go order? in order chronologically? Okay, we might forget some things if we wait. Don't. So we did this two days ago, so it was just yesterday that we need to. Yes. Okay. So the first thing I have. From yesterday, because we've been doing the same thing basically every day, which is try to roll to downtown Cleveland sometime around noon, because that's about the time that that's like social justice 8 a.m. I would say that's like yeah. when they start their business day. And I don't want to get up before that, even right. though well, this guy wakes up at the ass crack of dawn. I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but um, <laughs> but there's no use in being down there at eight. So no. no, so we get down there about noon and kind of walk around, and then typically it's somewhere between three or four over the last few days that the the social justice really hits the fan. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and today was the best. Uh, it was, and we thought it was going to be the least eventful day, yeah. but but today just exploded. But that's a teaser for later because you'll get insider intelligence into I think our best uh, recording so far. Just amazing. <laughs> and it's long. It's going to take us a long time to explain if we go through all of it. Anyway, so we we rolled down yesterday at um, sometime around noon, and as I recall, it was pretty uneventful. I mean, we you know we spoke to people. For a few hours, I don't remember that much that interesting until, um, God, this guy's all over. He spawns everything because it was based black guy. It who was spawned. based black guy, wasn't yeah. it? So did we talk about him last show? Did we mention based black guy? I don't. We... I actually don't think so. I don't think we had been introduced to him yet. I might be wrong about that. Well, we, it was after we saw. So we went and saw Milo speak at the river, and Milo gave a shout out yeah. to this guy called based black guy in the crowd, who he said is a meme now, and so apparently he's made. Made the rounds on the internet, but we don't know because we don't have fucking internet at our Airbnb. Yeah, poor everyone pile on with poor reviews for him, even though you have to. Rent <laughs> Whatever. Um, Skag doesn't understand Airbnb. Yeah, so we're doing it all on my phone internet, racking up a big data bill. But uh, hey, thank you to our Patreon, our patrons <laughs> for uh, helping us cover the bills. Um, before I lose track of before this derails, base black lose guy. track right. So base black guy is this very strong presence uh, uh, man who supports Trump and he's going to all these events not only like incredibly vocal in his support for Trump but pretty blunt in his smackdown of disagreement with them although I would say that even though he's blunt and aggressive with people who choose to debate him I've not seen him be anything but respectful uh, I've not seen him insult anyone. I've not seen him treat anyone unfairly. He's just he's that like classic in your face uh, I don't know. What's he's the, got a big personality. Just, yeah, gigantic. 
And so Milo shouts him out, and that puts Base Black Guy on our radar. And when we're downtown yesterday in the public square where most of these public, uh, where these protests are going on, and lo and behold, it's Based Black Guy. And I remember saying to you, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's Based Black Guy who was down at the park. And so we're kind of listening to him talk. And Based Black Guy, no, this actually isn't how it started. Because this lady who we're going to actually started debating tank top buff vape man that we ran into. Oh, yeah, okay. this Trump guy. Okay, Sorry, okay. jumping ahead because base black guy comes in later. Yeah. Where this all started was there's a there's this Trump supporting millennial dude who's just like, I don't know. He's, jacked. He's totally jacked. Yeah, yeah. You, he's a sexy I think, dude. I think you got a thing for him. Uh, <laughs> but he's, uh, he's, he's like a vaping entrepreneur. We did interview yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So he's vaping all the time. I mean, he's a classic, like, backward snapback vaping jacked tank top millennial. Yeah, but super articulate. He just looks yeah. like such a, like a juicy meathead, but then, like, he opens his mouth and you're like, wow. I was yeah, the intellectual that. meathead. He's, he's, could, he's an intellectual meathead. Yeah, we there could call it is. him that. Yeah. Yeah. Based meathead. Based meathead. <laughs> I'm but sure yeah, you would love that. I don't want to. Yeah, I, I should stop calling it. We're going to run this based meme uh, into yeah. the ground. And it's we'll going to be, be like whatever gate. Yeah. So uh, anyway, he, he's going back and forth with this. Um, I don't know. How. feels so ridiculous calling people by their ethnicities or whatever. But there, there's this. What, the chick? Yeah, there's this like. The fancy Jewess? There's, there's a short, affluent looking. Middle-aged Jewish lady. There it is. I'm trying. The uncockening <laughs> continues. I'm just describing. I'm not passing judgment. I'm just describing so you can picture this in your head. She's going back and forth with based meathead. Yeah. And I couldn't really hear what they were debating, but it was getting pretty heated. And there's a big circle of people around them. And as I recall, they were. I don't remember what their disagreement was, but she was demanding of him, what, what are your sources? And his response was, Look, I don't know, but it's a common fact. I'd be happy to Google that with you now type thing. He didn't, she wanted a, uh, like some type of citation level, uh, uh, source from him on the spot. Like, yeah. uh, it was, it was, uh, the CNN article from April 14th, 2016, published first at 7.05 p.m. <laughs> so he wanted something like that. And he was just like, he, you know, he couldn't provide her that, but he was trying to provide her with common facts that are verifiable. Anyway, it, it went on and on, and she just kind of got pissed and left and walked away. And then we were trying to interview Based Meathead. In the meantime, she gets sucked into a conversation with Based Black Guy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Who's also a Trump supporter. And so we go over and start listening in on that. And it just descends into chaos. They're just basically yelling at each other well she's what did she say first how did they get into this conversation it was basically i mean base black guy is very anti-black lives matter you'll hear him speak about that all the time he thinks it's divisive he thinks it encourages targeting of the police he thinks it encourages criminality he thinks it is just an all-around bad thing because he's base black guy and he's probably right <laughs> uh, and so she was what i recall was a lot of you know pro black lives matter um Rhetoric. just just kind of virtue signaling from her and some of the funnier parts of it and and so she's going back and forth with with um base black guy about black lives matter and an, and another base black dude yeah. another yeah like base black guy's son basically comes in <laughs> uh who was also cool we got to talk to him but but what what it descended into was this again short affluent jewish lady <laughs> essentially lecturing two two black trump supporters with whom she disagrees 
about the black experience. It was so cringy. And then she finally says, um, you need to take a walk through my neighborhood. Right. It was it was the most preposterous and patronizing thing I have ever heard in my life. My mouth was just, I was shocked. I was totally shocked. She, yeah, I mean, she was, what else did she say? She said something, and a, another woman joined in to kind of call her out for her patronizing, listen, black guys, let me tell you about the black experience type yeah. attitude. Oh, and then she was like, um, don't you hold your purse closer to you when you're in a black neighborhood? Right. The lady was like, uh, irrelevant. What are you talking about? I'm not, Where did that I'm come not from? clutching it right now, and I'm surrounded, surrounded by, by black giant people, black yeah. dudes. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, but it's such a bizarre argument, because she's, on the one hand, she's saying, like, we need to... Uh, she's arguing about equality, right? She she thinks it would be insane to to think that black people are any different than anybody else, and that's the basis for her attitude. But on the other hand, she's saying, when I go through black neighborhoods, I clutch my purse because it's just like common knowledge that <laughs> they're going to rob you. But an accidental I, concession I th- there. I think what she would say is like, well, when I go through those neighborhoods, I feel the urge to clutch my purse, but I don't because I'm so virtuous and I know. so like. Let's, I'm such a good person. And then the joke that obviously comes to is like, well, I, I don't think she ever lets go of her purse. I don't think it's ever <laughs> not clutched, right? That's judging us. <laughs> the uncockening. Um, <laughs> it's funny because Jews are cheap. That's the joke. <laughs> but I'm uh, uh, oh man, Skag and his cognitive dissonance. Yeah, I know. Uh, whatever. He looks really worried right now. I wish you guys I know, could I'm, see his I'm face. I'm thinking about our our Jewish audience, and they're just they're all unsubscribing. And yeah, really. You know, thankfully all they twenty of them. Thankfully, they can't thumbs down on our audio platform. <laughs> they can true. give us a one star iTunes review though. So suckers. Oh, don't do that. Actually, yeah, please don't. Yeah, please don't. Five Look, out of five cucks. There's like. There's nothing worse in the world than an offended Muslim being called a racist and getting a one-star iTunes review. Those are the worst things possible, and we can't have it. So let's not descend into that. So, but uh, the, that footage, I'm kind of bummed because I would, I'd hoped a lot of our footage would be like exclusive, Beauty and the Beta Scoop, uh, uh, you know, the cuckery of the RNC. Yeah. And lo and behold, one of you tweeted me actually today and was like, "I spotted you," and someone has. The whole recording of the short Jewish lady lecturing the black guys about the black experience. And there we are just, you know, I've got the mic, you've got the camera, and we're just sitting there recording it. Uh, trying not to laugh. So some of this stuff that we've seen, you might actually see before we get to cover it. But at least... everyone's a journalist now. I mean, like, seriously, it's like outside of police and media, there's like a few hundred protesters but 70 percent of the people that are here are police and media (laughs) that's the thing that's the struggle is like you see one insane person and then like five cops rush to control them and like three or four other people with mics and cameras like oh say something crazy for me because everyone's after the (laughs) same and then before you know it you see a stampede of hundreds of people running all the way across the square and you don't know why but you follow them (laughs) oh yeah we'll have to get into that too when you talk about today i think i have that in my notes here Anyway, so I don't want to talk about because that was interesting, but I don't think it's nearly as interesting as some of the other stuff that we had today. And I want to emphasize, use the bulk of our time on that. Um, the stuff we ran into yesterday. So you've been, well, I guess you didn't do it yesterday. It's more of a Monday layover. But you've been contributing to Red Ice Radio and checking in on that. I have, although not very much because um, we've been having some technical issues. But I have been patching in every once in a while to Red Ice Radio. So check out that footage. Um, she has about six people on the ground. So, oh, we should talk about the party. Yes, but I, but that's tomorrow night. And well, yeah, I'll get to it. Oh, I did say chronologically. Yeah, yeah, I'm following <laughs> your rules. 
Uh, but yeah, you know, go if you if you know Red Ice or you watch it, say like, "Hey, Beauty and the Beta brought me here," so that way we can feel like your work is. Uh, I don't know. I just don't want you to be a slave to them and not. I, I basically I want to benefit from your contribution without having to do any work myself. So that's fair. <laughs> so, so that'll just be blunt about it. Uh, and, okay, so yesterday we didn't actually witness this because the big news out of yesterday, and I will qualify that the majority of everything so far has been not as many protesters as we were expecting, and the ones that are here are, some of them are crazy to be to be sure, but a, but a lot of it is, they're not violent, they're not doing some of the stuff we've seen. Oh, so bright. There you go. Turning on lights and blinding my face right now. But I haven't seen instances of violence. I haven't seen instances of threats. I haven't seen instances of vandalism like we've seen in other Trump rallies. So I would certainly not characterize my reaction to that as disappointment because I would never hope for those terrible things to happen. However, from an <laughs> entertainment perspective, uh, you know, maybe maybe the first few days were a little bit lacking for my... But I wonder if there were that many protests and things that we wouldn't be able to get the one-on-one footage that we have. I yeah. bet we are getting better footage now than if there was just like mayhem because that's, of the protests. Yeah, that's probably true. Because there's only but, so much you can do like filming a crowd of people and you're pushing each other around and screaming and stuff. Yeah. It's these one-on-ones that are fucking gold they're yep. gold you guys are i'm so excited um <laughs> yeah so the the big news out of yesterday though is that alex jones got like kind of attacked yeah so he was in the he came to the square where we were but we weren't there at the time i think we were taking a break or something we kind of go back and forth between this secret air conditioned spot like mini mall that is like in a hidden entry it's not that hidden, but no one goes in there for some reason yeah. it's like our secret spot to get food and cool off and buy water and pee and stuff <laughs> And um, so we weren't there, but before before we before this happened, before Alex Jones got attacked, we were listening in on this conversation between these communist revolutionaries and a a host of some type of independent show that I've never met before. Uh, but he seems pretty cool. He was dressed in Bernie stuff today to pretend oh, to yeah. be a socialist. But he was going back and forth with these communists about economics, uh, you know, just like capitalism versus. Uh, communism economic debate that you can probably predict how it would go but the, the these communist revolutionary guys are what you'd expect they're like college-age hippie guys who just have these outlandish beliefs about the way the world works fully and they, indoctrinated and from academia and they, yeah and they want to lecture everyone because uh, they know yeah they know because they went to college and so the the what it just so happens that one of the dudes who jumped alex jones we were listening in on a debate with maybe an hour or so before it happened. So that'll kind of add some color and context to that footage of Alex Jones getting attacked, even though, I mean, if you watch that footage, I mean, I don't know what he, I know he was going to speak in the square or something like that. And he's moving through it. And in the footage, if you watch somebody comes in and just kind of like aggressively shoves him and Alex kind of, I mean, he, I don't know what I would expect from Alex Jones in a fight, but he didn't just back off. He was like, no, fuck you. Yeah. And he goes after this guy yeah. gets aggressive and then a second guy comes in and pushes him. And the second guy is the bearded dude we're listening to. But if you watch that footage, predict uh, as you would as you would expect in the environment we're in. As soon as there was any physical aggression, the whole frame is cops. Yeah, it is a yeah. beehive of cops. It is. I cannot tell you guys how many cops there are. It's wild. It's uh, and it's not Cleveland police. It's 
It's Indiana police. We saw Missouri Highway Patrol today. And Florida Highway Patrol. Yeah, they're they're just from all over. There are like thousands and thousands of cops here. And the FBI. Those dickless FBI. That that was the thing I saw this morning. Because, you know, I'm not throwing you under the bus anymore. But, you know, I was sitting around at like 11 or whatever. And and you're still sleeping because I'm looking at internet memes. But, yeah, that was the one from the protesters was pictures of FBI guys. And it says like... uh, join the FBI because a tiny penis doesn't fix itself. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck the FBI. They're pieces of shit. And yeah. Tiny penis. Not a totally elite organization filled with, like, high-level security clearance masculine <sighs> men. Although this Hillary thing made me, you know, question. Yeah, except for James Comey. Except for James Comey. <laughs> that guy's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. Uh, okay. Uh, so just to recap that, you know, we'll probably have some interesting extra footage of the dude who attacks Alex Jones, and we'll show you that at some point. That's the, really cringy social justice warrior stuff, too. Yeah, I mean, we're the good news is we're getting deep. I, I don't know how long it's going to take me to actually produce all these videos, but there's a lot of material to get through. So Going deep. Skag and I'm, Becca going deep. I mean, I've got stuff to take me through the rest of the summer, so I'm going to yeah, do it. Yeah, seriously, I think we're going to be able to release 20 videos a piece. I mean, it's wild. Uh, it, and... I'm definitely going to do it in order of what I think is the most interesting. So the stuff we saw yesterday, I would say, is lower tier than yeah. what we saw today, but uh, still usable. Anyway, um, <laughs> then we came home and you know we messed around for a little bit. I said that weird. That's. <laughs> I'm going to fuel conspiracy theories. Your brother's here. My brother is here. And yeah. his wife. Yes. And we all came here and we all messed around. No, I mean <laughs> that doesn't. <laughs> this just keeps getting worse and worse. What I meant was like, yeah, I just. You get what I mean. We just... Shot the shit. How's yeah, that? Yeah, we just sat around That for can't be misconstrued. A little while. Yeah, well, unless you're into scat stuff or oh something. Oh my god, this, this has getting, gone horribly wrong. This is getting wrong. really weird. Scag uncooked. Let me start over. We came back home and we all just kind of unwound for a couple hours. And then we went out to this grilled cheese place that was super good. Nom nom. Yeah, and then, um, and then we went to Milo's party down at Cleveland State, which was like a... It wasn't exclusive in terms of invite only, but it was, you had to get tickets and we were right on it in terms of the yeah. ticket time. And there was like the right number of people there. It wasn't totally crammed and some people recognized us, which has never happened before. Yeah, that was awesome. Which so, was amazing. Like a thrilling experience I've yeah. never had before in my life. I'm like, you recognize me from my YouTube channel? Yeah. Me? He's like, yeah. Ooh. Which is interesting because the last show we did, the last audio recap, we were like, we, Maybe we, we, got, we got recognized by a guy who kind of seemed like he knew who we were. <laughs> But maybe not. But maybe no, not. this but was this legit. Was legit, yeah. This was absolutely legit. And that happened um, a few times today, too. Yeah. So, surprisingly, we are faces that some people seem to know, which I guess... Although is, within our own circles. This is kind of incestuous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even still, you know? I mean, it's that's, not like we're getting recognized like, that's pretty, on the street. That's pretty cool. I mean, to me, it was very... I've never had that happen. I've never yeah. had someone come up to me in the flesh and be like, I know who you are. I really like watching your stuff. Thanks for making yeah. it. Let's chat about stuff for a little. Totally it was just, great. Yeah, it's yeah. super cool. And it, um, gosh, I'm terrible with names. So I already forgot his name, and I feel like a piece of crap. But if you're listening, maybe you are, maybe you're not. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not. Thanks for doing that. So he he, he told me he's like uh, he said, um, yeah, I, I wasn't going to come up to talk to you because I kind of assumed like he ever. I don't. He assumed we'd be like important people there. Oh my god, that's so funny. And We're <laughs> so not important, <laughs> dude. The fact that we got in here is like a miracle. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. Um, but people are probably more interested in the event itself than our, yeah. than our uh, you know, ego stroking here. So, Lots of ego stroking. 
Uh, it was, you know, it was, like you said, it was Milo's event. There's some speakers. Um, the the context in which this took place that's interesting is it was literally minutes after Milo's ban from Twitter. The permanent Moments ban. Moments later, yeah. Because someone tweeted me and they said, Milo is down. I repeat, Milo is down. And you, you guys were off in the bathroom or something. And I was standing with your brother and I, and I saw that and I was like... Oh my god. I said, someone just tweeted me that Milo is down. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So I didn't know what to take of that. And then um, within a minute or two, tweets started flowing. And I'm like, oh, he's down off Twitter. Not <laughs> he as didn't get been... shot. And uh. I don't like that because it's a, it was, it was a, the event was called Wake Up. And it was about uh, the LGBT community needing to wake up to the threat that is Islam. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be, I mean, this is an Islamophobic, I mean, the regressive left will call it Islamophobic, but the Islamists will call it uh, an insult to the prophet. No. So, so well, what I'm saying is that's an environment where I, if I'm going to be on edge about someone getting shot, it's there, yeah. yeah. Especially with Geert Wilders there, um, it was just like a high security. I mean, he's got he's got a fault on him for sure. Yeah. So when someone said Milo's down, I mean, there's, you know, 10% of me being like... I mean, he's been wearing a bulletproof vest, like, all week. And plus, there's like 50 million cops around the whole building. But, you know, that was a strange moment. Thankfully, he he didn't get shot. Um, But uh, I'm sure everyone's kind of familiar with the band. Basically, if if you aren't, basically, he got in a completely fair back and forth with Leslie Jones, who is the the black chick in... uh, the new Ghostbusters movie about him basically saying, my understanding is that she started saying, boo-hoo, I'm getting so much hate mail. And Milo responded by saying, like, look, we all get hate mail. Deal with it for fuck's sake. The movie's terrible. And she then was complaining about harassment and Jack, the CEO of Twitter, replied to her being like, hey, please DM me. And, 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 you know, we're going to, we're going to craft the final solution to the Milo problem. And, and they did. And apparently. it's Milo's Twitter death. Yeah. So he's, so he's permanently banned. Yeah. Courtesy of Jack Dorsey. And everyone's really pissed. And he, he mentioned it for, it wasn't a focal point of his speech. It was just kind of a, cause he's used to this shit, yeah. but like this one particularly because the CEO was so like specifically involved. Yeah. It's and, and it's permanent. I mean, they're never going to let him back. And, and I thought, um, just to, I'll backtrack about the speakers a little bit too before we get into what Milo had to say. But uh, Gert, I thought was—I've never heard him speak. I'm not, but I thought that European perspective was really cool. He just—he seems like um, a Scandinavian Milo to me. Yeah, <laughs> he does look a lot like, a lot like Milo. He's actually. got the same. He's a yeah. little older, but he's got the same like kind of blonde, blonde hair. Yeah. And... But his is probably natural, I bet. Or it is. Milo's well. Milo's like platinum right now, so there's no way that's natural. Milo has dark brown hair. That's his natural color. Yeah, I guess because he has that frosted tip and he's got the look. the Jufro too. I don't know if you've seen that picture of him from the nineties. He's, he's or I guess there are Greek Jews, right? He's yeah. Greek. Though. Okay, so yeah, he's like a, whatever. He is a Greek Jew. Greek Jew. Uh, so that was pretty cool. I liked listening to him speak. It was pretty brief. Then Pamela Geller came on. I was not familiar with her at all or what her claim to fame was, and I thought it was more than just Muslims want to kill her, but that's basically <laughs> it as far as I can tell. Yeah, that's she, true. Uh, so she, this was her first speaking engagement since... The Dramahama competition, which was must have been, what, like several years ago? They... S- yeah, I thought they... I don't remember. Was that... Or a year and a half ago? Was that in response to Paris, or was that... 
That was in response Charlie to... Hebdo? Ch- Charlie Hebdo? Was that? I don't, I don't know. I'm, my timeline might be wrong. It was sometime between 2010 and 2016. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she had a drama hawing contest, and apparently Muslims tried to crash that, and they, yeah. were, they were thwarted. Shot and killed, yeah. And then was it a separate incident when someone wanted to cut her head off and was also thwarted? Yeah, she has a fatwa on her, for sure. Okay. So the Muslims are always trying to kill her, and frankly... You know, I would say I'm almost a little bit jealous. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's what we need for success. The stamp <laughs> yeah. of success is really a fatwa. Right. Until, We're not being offensive enough until, until Muslims are trying to kill until us. Until we've thwarted them from literally coming with knives to behead us. So that'll be our stamp of success. We'll get there eventually. But I thought uh, her speech was interesting. And then, you know, obviously, our Lord and Savior, when he comes on with his bulletproof vest, as he did once again. And he spoke mm. about this... this it was actually, I thought it was pretty fiery for him as someone who's generally calmer in demeanor, but it was really about the left's betrayal of the, of LGBT. the homosexual yeah. community. Yeah. They chose Islam over LGBT. They did because of their fucking victim hierarchy. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, which Milo correctly pointed out. And it was, it was pretty impassioned and it was like, it was just about how the left has betrayed the LGBT community and... Um, how they're pissed because they thought they owned the LGBT community. Yeah. They don't. And, and those ungrateful faggots are leaving, <laughs> are leaving the Democratic camp and they're not happy about it. Yeah. And he actually, it was pretty brief. His speaking was maybe 15 minutes. He's right about that. The left is so smug. They think that they have ownership over all these voting blocks that are totally going to be like, screw you guys. Like yeah. black people and Mexicans. Why do, why do Democrats think that they, in you know, indisputably and in perpetuity have these votes? Well, I, it's it's going to trend away from that. Of course, uh, yeah. And to the extent it's already trending that way, I mean, he talks about the the that LGBT or gays in in um, England vote conservative now. I know he references that a lot, and they're not happy about that because the you know they're supposed to be this you know like Those you said, dangerous this, faggots this guaranteed voting block that, but you know if you can't recognize the incompatibility of at least political Islam. Yeah. If not just everyday, you know, religious, spiritual Islam. If you can't recognize political Islam and and gay anything, whether it's closeted homosexuality or Milo fabulousness, those things don't ma- that they no. don't mesh. That square peg round hole. Yeah. And I would, if I was part of that community or even some, I consider myself an ally, so <laughs> I can say that. But you have to pick one. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you do. And it's not the gays trying to impose themselves on Islam. You know, if, if Islam would just chill out, we don't have this problem. And Pamela Geller but. said that last night. She's like, Catholics, or two nights ago, Catholics, um, stay with Catholics and, you know, Mormons, stay with Mormons. They never try to impose their will on other communities, but Muslims do. They want Sharia law for everybody. And that's the reason that, you know, this imposition we have to react to. It's not like other religions. Yeah. And that's why I thought, you know, wake up and the whole theme of it, I thought was right on i don't i it blows my mind that liberals would disagree as I know. because that was one of the key that was one of the big issues for me as a young liberal i and i still do believe in uh in in gay rights and marriage equality and all that stuff and I, and that was i thought you know a lot of people have disagreement on how it was achieved and whether or not the court reached the right decision but at the end of the day i'm happy that people can marry who they want and i think any liberal who agrees with that has to recognize that the world political ideology that wants them dead, not just can't marry, but dead, dead. I know. is, is yeah. a, a big time 
uh, challenge to the quest for equality. Dead is pretty far from equal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ain't that the skeg's uh, finest quote right there. <laughs> Dead is far from equal. So, well, that's totally true. I mean, I just don't understand how they don't, like, live in this hypocrisy. Like, how can they not see their own hypocrisy here? This victim hierarchy, it's real to them, I mean. And why are Muslims on top? They're, yeah. they're not, like, you know, universally persecuted. I don't know. I, but, and then, of course, the, we, we haven't talked about it too much between ourselves, but think about the irony of when we walked out, and of course, it's queers against racism outside, and every androgynous, you know, amoeba, as Crowder yeah. would say, and every every unfuckable, as you would call them. Yeah, the, it was the just unf- a row of unfuckable women, like yeah. half-shaved heads, pear <laughs> shapes, no tits. It was... And they're all mad at Milo for being a racist. Yeah, which makes no sense. And I think my brother told me that Milo said today that... Um, that for a racist, he must be the only racist that sucks a lot of black cock. The first KKK member That's to what it suck is. a black dick. <laughs> yeah. Willfully, at least. Maybe one had been forced in the past. But by, voluntar- by volu- uh, voluntarily, I should say. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. This has gotten... There's a lot of dirtiness in this show. <laughs> Unplugged. Used to be a family-friendly show. Win. Uh, <laughs> Win. So... God, I could go on and on about those queers against racism outside, thinking that Milo is the problem. I know. And they're they're out there protecting Islam. I know. Didn't one of I them know. against a, their own interests. Didn't one of them have a sign that was like some Islamophilic sign? I hate. Oh God, it was something to do with you know protecting. Uh, I don't know. I can't really remember, so I'll probably misquote. But just the idea that. People who are all about it, this organization that is, by its own description, about equality for queers are going to go protest one of their own with the wrong ideas in protection of the political ideology. That, that wants would... to see them dead. Yes, this is how twisted. <laughs> this is so fucked. It's so fucked. How do they do this? How are they not just in cognitive dissonance all the time, like doing mental gymnastics and like deeply conflicted? Yeah. But they just seem all like they're fine. And Milo can't be on Twitter to talk to anybody. But all the while, Islamists are on Twitter all the time, not, not threatening not oh, only yeah. gays, but Jews. I mean, I was linked to a guy today and I, know, I saw Dave Rubin tweeting out a bunch of these too. People who deny the Holocaust, people who declare war on Jews all the time, people who yeah. threaten political le- uh, leaders like senators. There's I've seen tweets that were on Twitter for long periods of time that say i'm going to come kill you and here's a picture here's a picture of the gun i'm going to do it with okay. twitter doesn't take those down and that's or doxing threats twitter also doesn't take that seriously i know blair had a big problem getting some of yeah. those down twitter's not responsive to um conservatives that are getting doxed or they're getting threatened uh paul joseph watson just did a video about milo and he said that he has reported like hundreds of threats like death threats on twitter and that they have never ever removed any single comment but because he's creating a, Milo's creating a climate of, what did, what did that article say? Harassment or intimidation. I mean, the, the, a lot of it Racial is. Racial harassment right. or hordes on And a lot of what they, you can't find anything Milo said that, it, that a reasonable person would classify as harassment. No, the only thing that he said was that she has a tenuous grasp on the English language. And yeah. that was just perceived as racist. You draw the lines on that one. Right. But the point is they're, they're mad at him for what his audience did. And this is the same crap you and I have encountered in the past where like, if someone posts the N-word in my comments, for example, and I don't see it and condemn it. And condemn it, it yeah. And that makes me a KKK hood, hood-wearing racist. Hear that, Sentinel? <laughs> 
Hear that? Uh, Are you listening to us? I know you listen to he, everything we he do. He might be. Man, if he's listening to this one, he's dedicated. He's, yeah, he's in deep. Yeah. He's gone off YouTube and onto the other platforms to find this. God, but but this is the same reasoning used against Milo. Because like some egg out there, some Twitter egg called Leslie Jones the N-word after Milo tweeted it is milo's fault because milo is responsible for each individual yeah follower. it's not like he has three hundred fifty thousand followers or it's anything it's unbelievable this is, this is the standard we live in and if you want to say it's racist harassment you can't point to milo you have to point to milo followers and i and you can't point to where he directs them to do this and the only thing they have left is well he doesn't condemn it what Sorry. I mean, I tweet things that uh, that are of interest to me all the time, and I'm of such a smaller influence than he is. If yeah. you if you draw a racist conclusion from what I tweet, or you go after someone based on what I've tweeted, that's on you. Yeah, you go after the offender. I can't control people. You can be mad at me if I say like. If I tweet at you and be like, "Hey, everyone, like, get a load of this dumb bitch and make her day hell," okay, yeah, I'm probably at fault. But if I tweet at you and say, like, I think there are some flaws in your video, yeah. and then a bunch of other people pile on. But don't you know it's your fault for planting the seed? You got this ball rolling, Skag. I guess, but we're, we, we keep entering this world where criticism... There's no more line between criticism and harassment. And that, those used to be miles apart. Yeah. Now they're, they're the same thing. You can't yeah. do one without the other. And for people that receive legitimate death, like Milo is getting death threats from Muslims and Black Lives Matter on a daily basis, but he's not all fucking butthurt about it. No. He just ignores them and he puts on a bulletproof vest and, you know, $2,000 jeans and then goes and sucks some black cock. You have to be born in the U.S. to be president, right? Yeah. We need to change that. He needs to be president. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that's, let's make it happen. He's got a few years to become eligible, but... I heard multiple very straight guys today say that they would gay out for Milo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Skate's like, yeah. I would join with them in a, in a, in a man pile orgy for him. <laughs> a little wobbly A. Yeah. <laughs> Which I've never heard it called that. Do you want to explain that? Oh, my brother introduced this term to me, wobbly A, but um, I'm 28, and so my friends back in the day were calling this an Eiffel Tower. It's like a threesome where you can figure it out. Just, yeah. If it's a wobbly A, you know, it's A-shaped. Yeah. Two dudes, one girl. Let's put it that way. Anyway, not oh, the point. This is our of the filthiest show. show God, not, yeah, not the. This is a place for family friendly fun. This is just a place for insightful political analysis, <laughs> and that's what we're gonna keep doing. We're just so, really drained. But anyway, we were out till. I mean, we didn't get back till two. Yeah. And I went to bed at two, but you guys, you guys did whatever you do until five in the morning. Kids so, these days. Yeah. So, I don't know. I never see my brother. I wanted to stay up. Right. I forgot. You guys got to have your. Your, bonding time. Yeah, your bonding time. My but I, douche brother. <laughs> he's cool. I, I think a lot of people who listen to this show would actually like him. Uh, yeah, he's actually the one that got me into the into the podcast world or the YouTube world. He showed me um, Gavin, a, a video of Gavin uh, like laughing and ripping apart this feminist on Hannity, I think. Um, and I just immediately fell in love with this whole movement. And so that whole week I was just watching Milo and Gavin just like ad nauseum. Um, and then I started my own channel, so... And thank Ryan for that. <clears throat> I appreciate it. 
So he kind of spawned this show. He did, and I talk to him all the time, and he's more well-informed and probably smarter than I am. Don't tell him that. Yeah. Um, so talking to him, you know, helps give me fresh ideas for things to work on. And he has what I would say the delightful combination of, uh, I hope it's not too personal for me to say that he's a doctor by profession. Oh, no, that's okay. Okay, so he's a doctor by profession, and he has, I think I think he and I have kind of a similar sense of humor, but he's probably more dirty than I am. Yeah. So a doctor who also has kind of a, twisted sense of humor is a pretty yeah. funny because he combines his medical terminology right he yeah. has very keen medical knowledge yeah. with uh, a sense of humor that takes advantage of some of those finer points yeah. of knowledge to the point where i've found myself saying over the over the last couple of days like oh that's the medical term for that is it <laughs> you know try to store some of that knowledge so yeah that's been a lot of fun uh and you can thank this twisted doctor from Colorado for spawning this show, I suppose. <laughs> That's true. Cool guy. I think he's jealous because he can't do any of this stuff because of his job. Ah. And so he's like, if I were doing your show, I'd be doing it better because I'm smarter than you. He said this to me the other day. I think he could like, be successful in this in Well, this he totally world. could, but he yeah. can't because he'll immediately get fired. Well, yeah, choosing medicine over choosing, this. Yeah, what a yeah. loser. I'm like, I'm choosing YouTube over my crap, <laughs> you know hourly government job he can't leave a, a psychiatry position yeah. to do this <clears throat> okay so that brings us into today oh today so uh we got going around we got down there sometime around between noon. noon and one yeah. yeah and um man it was it was pretty lame to start I mean, we found yeah. a few interesting people, but I don't, nothing really worthy of discussing here. Well, Just, everybody was hyping up this flag burning yeah. protest. And so Skag and I were all like, all right, let's go down there. And we went down there and there were like lines of co- hundreds of cops and they had like blocked out the center area. And in that center area, there were um, firemen and they had fire extinguishers and they were clearly prepping for some kind of burning event. And so we waited there for, it must have been an hour that we waited. I just realized we've been bumping this thing the whole time. Oh, We're probably making this sound like crap. <laughs> Sorry if, if you're hearing counter banging because our mic is sitting on that. Again, you know, if you didn't know, we're in a... We're not in a studio setting. We got like a janky setup here, so it probably doesn't sound as good. But yeah. Uh, so we... How long are we down there? Like an probably hour? an hour, maybe anyway, an hour and a half. Just sitting yeah. in the hot-ass sun. It's so fucking hot. God, I hate Cleveland. <laughs> Ugh, I hate it so much. And here. this was right outside the Quicken Loans Arena where all the events are taking place. And all so I then want, it just like never happened. I like, just I wanted to see some commies burn some flags, and all that happened was these these Westboro Baptist dudes, Westboro Baptist like dudes who aren't Westboro Baptists. They're the loudest ones. They are always there. Yeah. These Westboro Baptist guys who are going around calling everyone homos and sinners and yeah. fornicators and porno freaks. And they're the ones who we see everywhere. And they were down there in preparation for these commies who were going to burn the flag. Those guys are dicks. Yeah, yeah. They told me to make make me a sandwich. Or what did they say Close your legs, whore, and make a sandwich. (laughs) That kind of stuff. (laughs) When I was walking out of Milo's party. Ugh. Gross. Oh, yeah, they were even there. God, they were they are everywhere, these, these Jesus dudes. They're there when we show up, and we leave Milo's party past 1 a.m. And they're still there. And they're still there, and so are the queers against racism. Which was all fat lesbians. Yes. 100% fat lesbians are queers against racism. Yes. Unfuckables LLC. <laughs> <is> their, yeah. <laughs> I that's like it. that's their formal title. Uh, okay. So then we went back to the square. Um, well, see what we was should going say, we did, so we ran into um, based, based. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. What did we call him? Based Meathead was out. And the other guy that we ran into, not only yesterday, but today. 
Um, that I'm excited about is is the original fucking white male. He is. I have his card right here. And I'm here. excited about that. His name's Owen, right? Engage Liberty Owen Schroyer. Yes. And and this is the dude. We've seen him floating around because he's walking around with a micro or a megaphone just playing Alex Jones. Yelling and just playing Alex Jones and he's just kind of countering these. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing uh, I want to talk about from yesterday. Towards the end of the day, before we took off, we the the Communist Party, whoever these people are, marched from the square, the public square, down to the Quicken Loans Arena, and we kind of walked along with them. And don't you remember they were chanting, um, oh, one, yeah. two, three, four, slavery, genocide, and war, five, six, seven, eight, America was never great. God I mean, damn it. This is, this is who we're dealing with here. Yeah. So Pe- we got kind of pushed into those cra- that crowd and... Somebody handed me a poster that said America was never great, and I just ripped it up and then threw it into the crowd. Of yeah, memory. I mean these. I was so pissed. These people just... make me mad because they'll take full advantage of their free speech rights. They'll take yeah. full advantage of a heavy police force who serves their every need to not only for basic safety but to participate in the bullshit that they want to do they'll take full advantage of all of the rights and services that this country affords them and then say it was never great when by any objective measure it's the greatest country the world has ever known they're like our standard of living is so high and our lives are so easy but this country sucks it's like fucking move to nigeria and then tell me how you feel about america pieces of shit i am all for an an understanding of specific points for improvement or criticism america was never great fuck off oh yeah fuck right off I want you to tell that to like a, a D-Day vet. I want you to yeah, tell that. Their heads that. would explode. This is why boomers and, and generations above us uh, just hate millennials because of this lack of nationalism. And well, even the one, a lot of them were older though. That's what was weird yeah. about it. There were old people passing out on these America's Never Great stuff. Remember that like Chinese lady came up to us and she's Trump is Nazi and she gave us and, like. I was like, no. Most of this trip has just been me not trying to strangle people. Yeah, yeah. I've, well, I think you've kept your cool pretty well with like. A, Not today. I, I I lost my shit on that one guy. Well, so should we get into? I, I guess that was what the talk first. Let's about today. That was the first thing this morning. I, I should say it wasn't. It seemed kind of empty this morning. But what happened was there was this queers against racism were out again this morning. So I want to go up to talk to them because they were protesting the Jesus freaks, and they were chanting from a, the opposite side of the square. We're here. We're queer. We deal with uh, deal with it or whatever. So I went up there with a mic and I asked, you know, can I ask a couple questions? And they said, no, we're not taking any questions. And I went, ah, fuck, fucking fine. And I just turned it. I didn't, I didn't We have this big provocative that. sign and we're yelling at you, but we're not taking any questions. Yeah. So I was like, okay, whatever. Fuck and I turned you. around. And then you lost, well, I don't even know if you lost your cool. But well, that you, really pissed me off. You made a what few comment? people have been saying this, have been doing this. You know, you're coming to the Republican National Convention. You're holding a provocative sign. You're clearly against us. You're screaming obscenities at us, but we want to talk to you. And you're like, we're not, we're not going to talk to you. We're not engaging you. So when we were walking away, I said really loud, because I knew people would hear me, this is a worthless organization. <laughs> worthless. I was irate. And one fucking cuck heard me, um, and then we started filming. Uh, it kind of turned into a little bit of a row. And, yeah, and I had the mic. So you, you, when you said this is a worthless organization, you had the camera, I had the mic. Because the plan here was I was going to go up and talk to him, you were going to film. And we've been kind of trading off between who talks to people, who films. And I was up to to be on camera this particular instance. And so he starts just ripping into you for that comment. And and he didn't... Even though they had been yelling, what was their chant? They, they were saying like something something KKK, RNC going on. Right, like... Uh, racist bigot kkk racist sexist kkk yeah. 
RNC go, go away. So away. they were telling us to leave our own convention. Yeah. And I was like, you can't tell us to leave our own convention. You came to our convention. And the guy goes, oh, so you're a Republican? I expected that. That's what I, yeah, of yeah. course you're a Republican. So I'm trying to talk him down and I'm trying to tell him like, look, dude, yeah, okay, maybe a worthless organization, a bad thing to say. You got to understand though, we're just trying to talk to people and we would like to talk to them on, yeah, I just, I'm not looking for a specific he was accusing me of trying to like mine sound bites, and I was like, "No, dude, I'll talk to anyone here." Yeah, and you can record it if you want. Uh, we're, we're we're trying to have fair conversations. And he said, "I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you." But he wouldn't. He wouldn't walk away. He was just kind of standing there. He wasn't in my face either. He was just wouldn't leave me alone. Yeah. And so I was like, "Okay." So, so I asked him, "Well, how are we supposed to ever find common ground? Then we're not gonna find common ground, bro. We're not gonna find common ground." <laughs> and I said, well, how, how am I supposed to? No, then I, then I told him, I was like, what I had in my head, what I was trying to say was, you got to understand, dude, I'm, I'm from the left. I'm on your side. And this mentality of you and I can't ever talk is, is what's pushing me away left, yeah. and why I'm, why I'm, why you're losing me and why I'm going to vote for the guy you hate. And then he pulls the classic line on me. It only took to the third day of read a book, bro. Get an education, bro. But it was in it was in the context of um, you said that he was liberal, and he's like, "Oh, how do you know?" And you're like, "You're clearly liberal." Yeah. And then he was like, "Whatever, read a book." As though reading a book was going to tell you whether or not this guy was a Democrat. And that's what was annoying, is I said like, "Yeah," because I was describing. I'm from the left. Uh, I, I think I said like, "I'm your people" or whatever. He's like, "How do you know?" Well, you you ripped on you for being a Republican. Yeah. So forgive me to assume you're a liberal. But then I said, okay, well, let's talk about what you are, what you believe. No way, bro. I'm not talking to you. And then, of course, as you witnessed, he was saying, back off, back away, bro. Yeah. Back away, just back off. <laughs> fucking back off, man. No. And then some other fucking cuck tried to stop me from filming by putting his camera in front of my camera. <laughs> it, we were just surrounded by all these liberals. Don't film me. And then, so you start pointing your camera around. They go, oh, you're going to film me? You're I was like, yeah, me? I'm filming you all. And I'm just sitting there on the mic saying, like, I, we're not hostile. I'll talk to anyone. I was hostile, though. You, you, Come on. I was like, fuck you, guy. You I was, I was screaming heated. at him. Yeah. We, we don't have to admit that, though, because <laughs> it wasn't picked up by the mic because I had the mic. That's no, true. That's uh, true. I'll be fair when I present that because, admittedly, you were somewhat heated. However, they were being uh, very provocative, and, and we wanted to just discuss the... But retaliation is like, you know... They can say whatever they want, and we can't. We right, can't and as soon as things got like even a hint of hostile, there's like a million cell phone cameras on both of us. But if yeah. we point the camera at one of them, they try to shut yeah. us down. They try to like block the lens, and they try at to... our event. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, get out. Except for sorry for bringing you all the lunch money we bring every day, and sorry for paying to park in your garages and yeah. sorry. sorry and for... then some ugly lesbian was like, "This is my city." I was oh like, "Okay, yeah, this is a city owned by disgusting lesbians. That's great. <laughs> is that why this is the worst city I've ever and this been is a, to in this my is life?" This is a public square as long as you have the right opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really. And, that, that, and that's what the guy I remember said to me. He's like, "You're out here filming people and criticizing them." And I was like, y- "Your group is criticizing other groups. You are that's... holding a sign that is critical." By its very nature. Yes. Are you joking And the way that exchange ended was I said criticism is a vital part of a healthy society. He he said, this society is not healthy. (laughs) And he left. And then he rage quit. Fuck this. Oh my God. What a tool. And I was like, yeah, I I agree. It's not very healthy. So you'll see that footage for sure. My God, we're, we're already at 46 minutes. We got so much to talk about. But let's get through... 
Let's talk about the, the feminist interaction. That's the real meat of all of this. Yeah, because we covered the potential flag burning. Uh, there was a possible fight today that we didn't see. Oh, yeah. I guess what I've seen published is that people were th- like th- shooting pee at each other with uh, super soakers. And they said it was Westboro Baptist Church and Black Lives Matter and the KKK, but I swear to God I've barely seen anybody from Black Lives Matter, and I definitely haven't seen anybody from Westboro Baptist Church. Or... They must mean the Jesus freak. They must mean. But, it's not but Westboro, but they have Westboro-like yeah. opinions. And the KKK, uh, that they are not. The KKK is not at the Republican National Convention. I have not seen any real racists. Well, I have. They're just SJWs. Yeah. I've yeah. seen plenty of them. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of racist black people, that's for sure. Okay. Let's describe. This is what I'm calling. We have about a. This whole exchange. We'll try to describe what happened in a reasonable amount of time here. But today, just before we came back home, because we were worried, because today was kind of lame. Yeah. Not that much happened. And we were waiting for your brother to come down at like five. And just before five, who do we run into? Based black but guy. Based black guy. And he's sweaty and he's pissed. And he's going off with this uh, guy who's got a, a sign with a list of Clinton scandals. He's like, oh yeah, this is my bread and butter, you know? Like, <laughs> we got Benghazi, we got the emails, you know? And he's just going off. Based black guy's just like riling himself up. And uh, so we just put a mic on Bass Black Guy because, you know, when Bass Black Guy starts... Uh, talking, you get out of the way and right, you film. You just listen. He's just, like on a roll. Right. He is like a, a pastor of his own style. <laughs> he is like a pastor, yeah. Um, so what happened? Speaking of pastors, Edward Ward. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. This is like the most disjointed show ever. I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah. But Edward Ward of the DePaul incident, uh, Milo's Dangerous Faggot Tour had taken a media blackout from May 30th until yesterday. And then for some reason, yesterday, he decides to just unleash, like, a million tweets at only me. Only me. I was looking through his Twitter feed, and it's like nobody else except for me. Um, I have no idea why. But, yeah, and then he, like, said a bunch of stuff about how I'm a racist right. bitch and stuff and then blocked me. Like, and if you don't person. remember, this is the whistle man from DePaul. Yeah, yeah. Milo, the whistle guy. I invited him on the show, and I told him that we will not behave like animals like he and Kayla did and that he can talk without us whistling over him or threatening to hurt him. And, you know, we'll be, we'll be civil, which he's incapable of. Anyway, Asshole. so that was just interesting because we're sitting eating grilled cheeses last night. And I'm like, Edward night. Ward? Ed- 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 Edward Word Edward is just tweeting you, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? I know. On? What a weird world. It has been a weird few weeks. Because we real. viewed this whole social justice protest stuff from the perspective of the internet before, and now all of a sudden, for the last few days, it's been... Like, we've seen all the stuff you think only exists on the internet, and we've seen it yeah. in the flesh. And that's yeah. why I want to get back, to, back into what happened today, because today, I think, was something... On on the near Carl the Cuck AIDS Skrillex. Type. I think that it is perhaps better than Carl the Cuck Ooh, and AIDS Skrillex. That's that's a bold statement. Check but, your privilege. Yeah, but let's let's so gosh, I wish sorry for the lack of organization. We got so much good stuff to talk about that we're I just know, gonna keep going. But as I was saying, it all started with base black guy going off on Hillary. And he's going off for a little while until, and we're going, rolling through the footage here to remember exactly how this happened. Because you're sitting there with a mic on bass black guy until, first it was that little Hispanic uh, girl with the mic and stuff who came in and was asking him questions about Black Lives Matter. So this is starting to build. Like there's these tense questions between her and him. Well, she said, don't you know, this little me- fat Mexican chick to this big bass black dude, she said, 
Don't you know that Black Lives Matter really is trying to promote that all lives matter? And I was just laughing my ass off. You don't say that to baseball. You do not say that to any any black person. It's another person that's like trying to say that they know what the black experience is like. (laughs) This is also fucking patronizing. This is the bigotry of low expectations. You don't know what your own experience is like, but I know because I am such a good person. Because I'm a liberal arts educated Hispanic. Yeah. And I say that as a liberal arts educated person, but back in my day, liberal arts education meant that you were exposed to a, a huge variety of ideas. It meant something back in my day. Well, that's day. what it meant. It was, it was competing ideas and a huge variety of topics, and yeah. now it's just social justice. Anyway, I'm not going to get derailed again. She gets into it with him for a little while, and I think you know it's just this kind of Black Lives Matter back and forth. They also discuss border security, and he's going off saying, Do you lock your door? Do you put curtains on your windows? That's why? to keep people who shouldn't come in out. So why wouldn't you do that to your country? Just throwing down base black guy style. God, look at his outfit too. He has this, it's hot and sweaty. So he's got this bandana on plus a Trump hat. Like bandana. God, I love this guy. Yeah, and he's just sweating through his t-shirt that's tucked into his jeans. And it's got like. Why um, can't every black dude be like this? <laughs> he's awesome. And this goes back to the age thing. Because this guy looks like he's about, I don't know, 50. I can never tell with black people. I he's would guess 30, 40 70, to 50. Forty um, to fifty is what I would guess. Maybe possibly younger. But the people that I the black people that typically have beefs with me and what I say, um, are between the ages of like, I don't know, eighteen and thirty five tops. Yeah, but peers. my experiences with all of these older black people, they're always so nice. So nice, so respectful and we have such good dialogue, like this guy. Um, but it's these millennial black people that are the real scourge. That assume we're awful. I mean, the, the, I, when I think of the biggest problem is they assume we're malicious right off the bat. And yeah. granted, I mean, my heart is filled with malice. There's no denying yeah, yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, uh, then okay, so then it all starts. It starts to heat up more because this other black dude comes in and, and they start debating the KKK and and who which party is racist. So it starts heating up more and more. You gotta. Oh my God, is that? I thought that was her for a second, but it's not her. Um, we're rolling through the footage right now to remember exactly what's happened. But th- what happened is Bay's black guy just literally started yelling on his own accord by himself. for, And it just it, it, it starts attracting people. Yeah. It starts building. And it starts building this beehive of rage. And that's how this happens. This other black guy joins. They go back and forth. And then this the next guy starts listening in. This, this white dude in the Indian's jersey starts listening in and he's getting pissed because the other black guy's saying that, like, that the Republicans are racist, but base black guy's saying the Democrats are racist. Two black dudes fighting about this. And, this is gold, you guys. And he's getting riled up. And that spawns another conversation with him and what I will call the three kings of the cuckdom or like whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to call them because these three dudes, uh, it's like Carl the Cuck's cousin... Let me get to where they enter the scene because this goes on for a little while here. Oh, it's no, actually the it's next. The next it's clip. the next clip. Let me pull this up. You uh, you got Carl the Cuck's cousin. This this kid and his. My God, I can't wait till people just see his facial expressions and his. Okay, let's describe these people. The first one is this like twinky little Arab kid who looks like he's kind of Mexican, but he's he's cucktastic. And the other one is this ginger that says nothing, but his shirt says, um, what does it say? When it melts, it's ruined, and it says... It has a picture of an ice cream cone, but the ice cream cone is the earth. Yeah. It, but he didn't say anything. And then there's this other chinless cuck. <laughs> look at the face. Who, look at his stupid face. Oh my god, I hate this guy. Who was becoming like so apoplectic that like his bottom lip was like 
like quivering yeah. and his and his little his little subtle chin is quivering oh my god he's such a pussy little bitch look at his face and interesting connection here he was one of the guys chanting with the the queers against yeah. racism earlier so this guy's been all over and they start going back and forth and it really and there's this other oh and then there's this 27 year old black lady that has four kids she's a single mom and uh somebody said you know like Black women have they have multiple fathers, you know, for for however many kids, and she's like, I have four kids and only two fathers between those four kids. It, and it, she had a straight up beard too, like full on lady beard. It started and it started with an abortion debate among oh, these yeah. people. Yeah, and and there's so much to get in here, but but it. it <coughs> Okay, I, the one thing I, I want to characterize, <laughs> characterize this chinless guy that you're laughing at. The, the thing that sticks in my head, there's so, many different, there's so many different things he said and so many classic lines that I can't wait to outline. But they're talking about the problem of abortion. And they were also talking about, they were talking about every social justice you could, but problem of abortion. And this, this chinless guy, this nerd, oh, my pants are like hooked on the chair here. This, this guy, he says to him, he's like, <laughs> well... <laughs> How many abortions do the LGBT community have? And then nobody laughs. And, he, and you can nobody see, laughs. and he, he just yeah. kind of <laughs> like laughs to himself. And then he repeats it. Hey, 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 guys! How many L- how many how many abortions the LGBT community Did have? Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Did you hear me? And then he just fucks off because nobody thought it was funny or interesting. Um, and then the, they're going back and forth on race. They're going back and forth on abortion. This fucking Arab guy says. Well, I'm Arab, but I look pale, so I still have white, white privilege, privilege, so I understand what it's like. Are you goddamn okay. kidding me? I mean, and this just went back and forth forever. They also said that um, that uh, black people have it much better in all of other countries. Oh, yeah. They, they said, oh, okay. He said, do black people live, you know, do they have a better quality of life in America than other countries? And she said, yes. And then she totally backtracked, and she's like, Every other country has a better standard of living for black people. And then she said that she's traveled all over the world. And then she's like, I've been to France and Germany. And they're way more stable countries. And uh, they were more welcoming of black people. Which is nonsense. I mean, especially in France. They, they are hating on African Muslims right now. God. Ugh, as do all these people who are included, I just, I think like, okay, if all these other countries are objectively better as you say move there and if they're so awesome they probably have an open border policy that you want so go there yeah. you don't even you don't even have to do it legally just show up and be i mean be an illegal immigrant in these utopia countries and that outside you want. of western and, europe nobody is going to no government is going to support her lifestyle where she can be a single mom and have four children by the age of 27 by two different fathers never marrying anybody or having any father take care of those kids no fucking country would be like oh here's you know welfare you want to tell me that bitch is not on food stamps well, per the chinless guy, you want to cut everyone's food stamps. Yeah, that I whole, do, I do. Well, I know, that whole <laughs> rant of like, you want to cut food stamps? You want to cut health care? You want to make it so the gays can't get married? You want to... You, what was his line that he kept repeating? He kept saying like, um, you don't care about life after it's born. Oh, yeah. You yeah. don't care about life after it's born Just deflecting this huge... Because you want to you know. cut food stamps because food stamps... Are a necessary. They're a requirement of life. To be honest, food stamps are a requirement of life. You cannot have life without food no, stamps. No. You can't be pro-life without food stamps. No, I learned today. Yeah. Okay, he but taught this, us so much. I wish that was the extent of it because <clears throat> I feel like we've already kind of Do built this know? up. Well, no, I don't because it turns. You're right. It turns out that it's much better. We've kind of built this up that I think it might be exciting to see some of the footage. But that's that's just the tip of it. 
because th- that what he says this is where it starts going south for our guy who's arguing um, yeah. well he said sanity. he said that female voting patterns cause socialism and that's definitely true. his argument was yeah women vote socialists women vote and socialists. when women got the vote it gave rise to socialism yeah is what he's saying that's definitely true and then he started talking about venezuela and how that happened there and how this is all a result of feminism i actually thought he was pretty based um this is all this is all true and then some feminists got involved and some serious white knights yeah so first we have this aids cowboy guy uh-oh <laughs> so first we have this aids cowboy guy all right let's look at him you're crashing our podcast, Jay. No, this hey, is my brother was, that we were just talking I was just about. Saying how, we were just saying how cool you were and how you basically created the show. You did. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I deserve a lot more credit than I get. Do you guys want to be on our podcast? You already are. Uh, yeah. We're doing Do, it now. Do people have to see me? No, no we're just doing, we're just doing audio, audio only. Only. Okay. It's going to be noisy, but you'll put up with it. Because it's free, and we already gave you podcasts this week anyway, so if you think it sounds bad, fuck off and turn it off. Oh, I don't care. Oh, no, we love you guys. <laughs> Skag's trying to alienate our audience. Yeah. What a tool. But, I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, okay. Oh, so, look um, at this faggot. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, don't. don't uh, I'm buying goldfish and everyone's still. Oh my God, we got to wrap up the show. I know, it's going long. Uh, Let's okay. talk about the ugly feminist. Right, so the, the AIDS cowboy guy jumps in. AIDS is, cowboy. <laughs> yeah. We saw Geraldo. Yeah, we did see her all though, too. God, is it the next clip? It is the next clip. This is so long. There's seriously like 25 minutes of stuff here. Okay. I think you guys saw AIDS Cowboy when he went off, didn't you? Which one was he? He was the tall guy with the white glasses that was white knighting. Yeah, here we go. And he was basically, he he had this part where he screamed. He's like, you say women equal socialism. Yeah, pretty much. And socialism equals bad. Yeah, I mean, I would say so that. You're so you're saying women, women are bad because A plus B equals C. <laughs> that was Jim Jarmusch, okay. I think. Okay, now here's here's where it gets interesting that you haven't seen because this isn't... You saw the, the girl screaming about privilege, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So we saw what led up to it, which includes... You didn't hear what he had to say, but this dude right here, sorry, if people can't see him, but you eventually will. The anti-feminist guy? The, the chinless cuck oh. that the Rebecca chinless was cuck, talking yeah. about earlier. The three cucks. What he does while AIDS Cowboy enters is he goes around back, okay? And this is the we part that I We just noticed this when we were reviewing the footage. He goes around back, and he starts... So AIDS Cowboy's going off with, with our, our hero God, guy here. Look at this chinless But, but what happens... What happened? God, this is the most offensive podcast oh, we've ever done. God, I know. Um, he goes. Where's the part? Uh, can I show it? Basically, he goes around back and to this talks girl. to this girl. Okay, like he's planting a seed. Like he's encouraging her to get into the conversation about voting and, and how female voting it. patterns cause socialism. So once again, a, a man has to incite a woman into he, having any idea. He did. <laughs> he totally he did. did. He gets back there and he whispers in her ear, and you can tell she's kind of nervous. And then she gets up there and she's like... It has to be in here. So, okay, here he is. Do you see? That's the dude back here. Here's your red-shirted girl. Let's see if I can... I'll play it, but turn it down. Okay. Oh, Look yeah. at him whispering oh, yeah. to her. He's planting the seed. And then what does this girl do? I, I could probably... I mean, this girl enters the scene and just goes wild. We watched We watched through this. And she, she just totally unraveled in front of us. It was so funny. Let's find the check your privilege part. It's unbelievable. She starts going off this guy like, so so. am I allowed to work? Am I a baby factory? And he's yeah, like, I didn't. Let's see. 
Here we go. Here we go. too far behind. Sorry, I probably need to skip ahead. Best podcast ever. The quiver lift, it's taking... Can you check your privilege? Like, oh my god! <laughs> this is literally absurd! Right, let's go to daycare so some stranger can raise the kid! So they like, become socialists! You are going back to the 1600s! <laughs> okay, now at this point, they keep going back and forth until she loses it and legitimately starts crying. And, and her boyfriend is consoling her and she's crying off in the corner and then of course... Uh, you can't help yourself. I can't. And so I go up to her and I'm like, hey, why are you crying? And she's like, don't talk to me. So we have that footage too. It's going to be really juicy. Anyway, uh, it was really satisfying. I watched it like four times today. And you, you take, like, it's probably uh, probably a, a mean level of pride in... <laughs> Whatever, this, this fucking feminist... She acts like she's so brave and strong, but she totally loses it's, it in an argument. And then she has to have her cuck boyfriend console but here's, her. here's my defense, is that based on the video evidence, she was put up to it by the, by by the true man. evil. Yeah. The true evil. So the, so much cuckery. The lurking chinless cuck. Yeah, the, that dude. So I, that's probably the, the best simple uh recap of it that we can give even though it's completely disjointed and not organized this podcast is a disaster sorry guys and i have to pee so we have to wrap it up and are we in an hour we're over an hour long nice already. so well, well thanks for watching guys we're definitely listening. we're gonna be back on sunday with a with a normal show i do i would like to get that owen guy as our guest we'll see if we can make it happen um, um i don't think we explained who he was the own guy was the, um, the guy that was around AIDS Skrillex and Carl the Cuck, right? The guy who AIDS Skrillex... When AIDS Skrillex says, you're fucking a white male... He was Owen, talking Owen to Owen. Owen is the white male. Owen is the white male. So we met up with him today, and he had also heard of my channel. Woo! Yeah. Um, you're fucking a white male. So we're, we're going to try to have him on on Sunday. Um... Yeah, that's all I gotta say. That's pretty much it. Uh, obviously, thanks to everyone who's listening. We a lot of people listen to the last audio only one. That so that's is shocking. Cool. So maybe we'll because it was a garbage do some podcast. Insider only audio stuff going <laughs> forward. But other than that, you'll hear from us Sunday as normal. In the meantime, uh, you know, Twitter, Gmail, all that stuff, all that jazz. And, We're probably uh, gonna be able to make it through this alive, right? Yeah. I, well, tomorrow Trump gets the nomination. Famous last words. So, you right? know, um, <laughs> like I said, like I said on Twitter. When I die at the RNC, remember, uh, it had nothing to do with Islam. It was a lone wolf. Yep. Yeah. Totally lone wolf. And we want burning effigies of Muhammad at our funeral. <laughs> yes. Makes that all right. You all heard me. Thanks, guys. <laughs>